Redskins fans podcast on today's show we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the New York Giants and how the Redskins have swept the division over the last three weeks we talk about this and what we think the playoff hopes are and much more live with Aaron Josh and John yo 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 what's up what's up y'all what's happening Time. Yeah. How uh, about them Redskins? Uh, <laughs> how about them Redskins? Wins, wins, no one, way. two, three. Dare I say? Oh, <laughs> I think we should do the whole podcast talking like this. What do y'all think? No. No. Remember that time <laughs> we did it? What was that podcast? We did that one time where we did it all like constipated sounding or something. What was it? You were trying to do the high redneck NASCAR voice. <laughs> the nasally <laughs> high redneck NASCAR voice. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. You know, for that, that announcer that used to be like the crew chief on the 28 car. You start thinking about I'm pit and do a whole soup. podcast like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to start thinking about pit and soup. <laughs> hey, we got to thank our sponsors tonight. Rita Poo. Got the uh, Ritapoo Ford. Sponsors. Ritapoo, I want to thank uh, 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 Southern Candle Corporation. Preparation H, that Preparation H Ford. Trying to cast the store. That Snowco, Jimmy Fool, uh, 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 Chris Cream, uh, uh, 75 number one Dodge Dodge Charger. And the Pop, Papa John's five sausage Man. Chevrolet. <laughs> the Pops. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Papa John's 10-pack Chevrolet. <laughs> oh man, we're out of practice. NASCAR is on hiatus for like another month. Papa well, John's, Papa John's five sausage, ten bags at Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you guys think that Johnsonville oh, oh should sponsor Jimmy Johnson? Uh, Johnsonville. Oh man, if Johnson either that or Dick Trickle. <laughs> It needs to be Johnsonville on the hood, and Dick Trickle on the uh, on the trunk, and Oscar Mayer on the side. <laughs> um, Wait, is this podcast about football or NASCAR? About NASCAR because Joe Gibbs obviously is a very successful NASCAR owner. Speaking Joe of, Joe Gibbs, Gibbs was at the game. Gibbs, he brought Gibbs power to the sideline. We needed that power. To come Gibbs up battle. with this one-point victory, huge victory. He but brought the power with that power running game, that classic uh, Redskins pounded out. It looked like run it, the ball. It, 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 Dude, the more the I see pass. Morris run, Mr. Sir Alfred, Bam Bam Morris, the more I see this guy run, 
He looks like damn John Riggins. Especially dude. after he fumbled. Dude, dude, he's yeah, he looked pumped after he fumbled. After dude. he fumbled, he was like, that's not happening again. Dude, Alfred Morris, awesome. 22 carries on the day for 120 yards. Average five and a half yards per carry. And he had that really long run of 30 yards. But even more importantly, I want to point this out. Still four games left in the se- in the regular season, right? Yep. Four games left in the regular season. He surpassed the 1,000-yard mark with this game. He is at 1,106 yards. Isn't that amazing? Already four games to go. Mm-hmm. Dude, RG3 could pass 1,000 yards rushing. Wouldn't that be something? I was thinking that. I think we may have said something about that Dude. during the game. Yeah. What was our total rush on that game? Because didn't Griffin have like 70? He was close to 70. I want to say it was right under. So we were about over Gosh, 200 Jared. yards rushing, oh. probably. It was right yeah. over. Yeah, I was looking up his total his total yards. It was right over. It was uh, 72 yards. I'm going to make a bold... A 46 when that dude grabbed him by his shirt tail. Dude, I'm going to make a, proje- a prediction this week. A projection? A, a, proje- a prediction. A projection? I think we're going to have more rushing yards than last week, and Robert Griffin III is going to throw less passes than last week. He's at 714 yards rushing himself on the season. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron, I think you might be right, because this is not the Baltimore defense of the past, and I think Ray Lewis is is possibly coming back this weekend. No, I heard he was rumors. not. There were rumors of that. You, I, that you've heard. I saw it was on, on the Friday. 14th. I saw on the 14th. I, could I don't know, dude. But I well, he's point out this. then. Well, then he's out. Sorry, Josh. But he's 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 out. Suggs has got a tor- torn bicep, right? I heard he's going to try to play, but I don't know. Well, you know why? Because, oh, what's his name played with that torn bicep a couple of years ago? Tricep. 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 You think, yeah, Philip Daniels. Philip Daniels, yeah. Wouldn't that um, Yeah, but, but this is not the Baltimore defense of the past decade. They like, have been giving up a lot of yards to, to – uh, to good running teams. Yeah, they're like 23rd or 27th against the run. Josh might have the stat. I think he does. If we get it wrong, if he, we <laughs> get the stat wrong, Kenny Kenna does. He has a stat or a comment. Well, who has the number one rushing team in the league? I have a comment before we start talking about Baltimore. We have lots of other stuff to talk about. Oh. And because but, there will be time for that. But I just wanted to ask who has the number one rushing offense in the league. Uh, I'll look that up. Not and the Redskins. I'll answer that shortly. But but for right now, I just wanted to point this out with the Giants game last week. Since we gotta talk about this, obviously. Oh, yeah. Big Redskins win. We sweep three we sweep our three division uh rivals in a row. In a row. One, two, three, bam, 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 three strikes and they're out. Um we're talking about rushing. We're talking about our rushing yards. When we look at our rushing uh on the day, yeah. We had two hundred and forty eight yards rushing. By comparison, the Giants rushed for a total of 64 yards on the day. Really? That was it? It seemed like they were kind of gashing us in the first half. Yeah, it seemed like Bradshaw was killing us. Bradshaw had 43 yards on the day. His longest was 15. Isn't that amazing? 12 carries for 43 yards. He averaged 3.6 a carry. He did have that touchdown, but his longest was Are you sure you're not looking at, like, halftime stats? No, No, I think he's right. Well... Dude, if you look at the Redskins I, defense, I, we're ranked like number four against the run or something crazy and like number thirty first against the pass. Thirty first against the pass. Let me let me double let me double check. Let me make sure I got the right stats here. 
Kenny Kidder, Bradshaw, Bradshaw went over a hundred. I think you're probably right. I, you know what? I might have. Oh, I had side by side stats from the last game. My apologies. Oh, side by side stats from the uh, from the, game, the earlier game against the Giants. And that was the last game. Yeah, man, that was. Why not pull history. up these? We don't need to talk about that old. Why? No, I wanted to old. see. I wanted to look at how we did this time versus last time. Right we did better because we, did we won this game. <laughs> I'll tell you one stat that matters most: seventeen sixteen Redskins. Aaron, what? Josh, did we say what episode this was at the beginning? Oh, uh, this what is episode, episode number three hundred and eleven, the three hundred and Mark Rippin memorial episode. There you go. Super Bowl champion. Yes, sir. The best Redskins team of all time. Well, there we I, go. To, better. to date. Better. That, 19, that, that, that team with Mark Rippon that won the Super Bowl that year, that, that, was, that was a damn good team. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> Imagine if they had RG3. So, so Bradshaw did, that is correct. He had 103 okay. yards on the day. I, I was right. about to say, man, I know we shut him down in the fourth quarter. We shut him down really in the second half. Yeah, they uh, had one uh, field goal. Hazlitt, Hazlitt and those guys made some really big changes. We, in... we still had double the rushing of the uh, Giants, though. We only yeah. gave up three points in the entire second half. Yeah, and for once, for once, when was the last time we played a game, a game any year, where one of the teams in the game missed a field goal and lost, and it wasn't us? I don't know. And, and that is a stat for the Elias Sports Bureau right there. I want because to... <laughs> for once, for once, we hit all of our kicks. You know, Cobra Kai has been on Cobra target. Kai. Cobra Kai, do it now. Nelly He's made so many now that when he misses one, everybody's just got to be very forgiving. Be like, oh well, can't get them all. He only he had one first one. The crowd's just going to be like, what? He only had one field goal, dude. Well, yeah, but it was right down the pipe again. He hasn't missed a field goal yet. It's the Dude, shoe trick. But to to it must uh be tight like ballet slipper tight shoe he's got on. To further the point about the uh the defense's performance in the second half. Not only did they only give up 3 points, but that was with the Giants not turning the ball over once, not once. No, they didn't turn it over at all. That's what I said, not once. Oh, I thought you They meant. they had no turnovers whatsoever and we had that one by Sir Alfred and then it came back like, you know, badder than ever after that. It was like, I ain't fumbling again. Yeah, and that yeah, was a bad was one because we were down at like the 15 or something. Yeah, yeah, that was a massive one. But I, but you know what? We won the game. No harm, no foul. And it was a great, great time to see Alfred Morris make a mistake and then say, this is not happening again. He I'm punished right. him on those last three plays of the game. Holy crap. And when he got that last first down that sealed the game for the – uh the victory formation. He got up and he looked like he just wanted to do like jumping jacks all the way to the tunnel at that point. Like he was trying to restrain himself so badly from just going absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. It was so awesome. And that pass, I got to hand it to Kyle Shanahan with that pass on the second to last first down. That was great. On second down where they totally, the entire Giants defense bit to the run to the left. Mm -hmm. And then he was just like, whoosh. Put it he passed to Garcon, I think. It was Garcon. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, Garcon. Garcon, Garcon had another had huge game, game. Aaron? He had a huge game. That's right. That's my dog. And did you You can't ignore these, as much crap as I've been giving Garcon this year, you can't ignore the stat. Have you seen our win-loss record with and without Garcon? 
dudes, it's massive. It, he made such a massive difference. I mean, look at the first game against um, um, New Orleans. New Orleans. He totally whooped up, and then he had to leave the game, but he was killing it in that game. He had when a touchdown. He's, in, he's a huge difference maker. We are 5-1 and one with Garcon and 1-5 and five without him. Huge. Mm. Huge. Huge. Speaking of Garcon, how fortuitous, that means lucky, were we when RG3 went down and the ball got punched out of his arms before his knees touched the ground, and he just happened to kind of reach for it and tap it up in the air forward, and Josh Morgan picked it up, and scored a touchdown just like Garcon jumped on one in Tampa. How about that play? Well, first of all, it wasn't forward. It was a lateral. Well, are you sure it went backwards? I'm positive. Did you go back and look? Yes. And second of all, they kept saying in the post game that it was it was a design play. All of them were saying in post game that it was a design play. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, know what Josh Morgan was saying that it. It was an option, and he held his option line, but you know it was a fumble. But right, it was just it was lucky. as if he right. the, uh, he had the option to pitch it back. That's where he was supposed to be. Yeah, but no, he he fumbled. I'm not, I can't remember the last time I was like, please be a fumble on the review. <laughs> no lie, we got so lucky on that. I know. I was like, man, Suzanne, RG three is so good that he craps gold. Look at this. <laughs> when he fumbles, he it becomes the a touchdown. Down here in the in, in the red zone, and look what happens. Goal! <laughs> <laughs> and you know, RG three numbers were all that great. Um, um, yeah, he only threw for for Josh. I'm sure you can double check on ju- double check me on this, but 163 yards. His numbers were solid. They were solid. He had over 100 quarterback rating, and look at his rushing. Yeah, he had 163 yards. His rating rating was 101.9. Yeah, no turnovers. Dude, (laughs) that's the beauty of it, dude. 72 rushing yards. He had that really long run for 46 yards. That's the beauty of it. No one can pin down the Redskins as saying they're like a run-and-shoot offense or a pass-first offense because we freaking pounded it out with over 200 yards rushing, so he didn't even have to throw it. And those guys on the defense did not know what to do. We didn't have any sacks on the quarterback, partially because RG3 is elusive, but partially because the 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 trickery with this pistol. They call it the pistol. I, you know, it's an option. I heard some commentary about that today from Trent Dilford. He was, like, breaking down the offense. He said he went back and studied it. Uh-huh. And, uh... He's pretty sharp. He was par- he was pretty he was like over my head with the uh technical stuff talking about the the option, but he said it's a combination of the zone read, the zone run and the what he called the dot i uh formation and they used the pistol formation to mix in college stuff. So he basically said he was like can someone stop the zone run offense? Yes, but if you put all your people trying to stop that, then you can't stop the zone read offense, and you never know what they're going to run. So he and then he was talking about the formation from the pistol is the way to let you run regular running plays up the middle and like tie it all together. So you've got like your regular zone run, you got your zone read schemes, 
And then you got your normal pro style, normal runs off tackle and whatnot. And and then on top of that, you had the play action. And he was talking about how um, that pistol formation ties it all together so that they don't know what you're going to do. Well, there you go. Uh, he went on for like 10 minutes about how genius it was. and Dude, he's pretty heady. And he's, he, you know, I mean, he's a sharp, he's a sharp guy. I mean, he can break down stuff really well. Oh, and then Are they were like, and then they were like, Silver. then they asked him, they were like, well, if you're saying it's like the perfect offense and no one has an answer for it, then why do all these people criticize it and say that it's a college offense and, you know, the, you know, it's not going to work and he's going to get injured and this and that. And he was basically like, well, it's just like anything else. If people don't understand something, they like to criticize it. Oh, my. Well, <laughs> I think part of it also is uh, RG3 is so fast. Oh, yeah, he said I that mean, to you. Yeah, there there was one play, and I think uh, Gruden said it, even though I, I got oh, Gruden, my. shut up. Please shut Dude, up. Dude, I could not take Can it. Can Gruden get a job? How Can about Gruden that point? Please get about... hired as a coach so he'll shut up. Did you guys hear when he when he – he like casually mentioned that he was rock hard after watching Eli Manning's throwing motion. Wait, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> I must've missed that one. Manbar.com. All right. Um, oh, right, did you guys hear Eli Manning's comment after the game? Well, all right. First of all, he got into the camera. He went with that great kazoo head. I don't think it was right after the game. It was like later in the week. But he said that the Giants' off- offense dominated the Redskins. Did he really? Yes. Yeah, I don't know what his problem He was. said it was a dominant performance. I think his, uh, really, because they scored 16 points on like our crappy defense. So uh, <laughs> I think his great gazoo helmet's a little bit too tight. <laughs> great gazoo. I think that guy probably smells bad. Eli? See, so I think that about Chucky. Every time I see him, I'm like, that looks like Brad Johnson's like stinky cousin. That's what I said, dude. Oh, oh Chucky. <laughs> I thought you were Chucky. talking about Eli still. No, John Gruden, dude. Like, you look at him and you think, man, I bet he has some massive B.O. <laughs> it looks like he probably would stink, but he probably doesn't. And like Brian Bill, and like you know, Brian you know Billick, you guys out there know what we're talking about. It's like one of those things that like you don't really think about too often, but then every now and again you realize, you know, that guy over there, he looks like he'd smell. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're saying? Come on, you're chuckling with us right now. You know, it's a little bit greasy. And Brian Brian Billick looks like he probably has a little unwashed. <laughs> Brian Billick, you know, if if Halitosis. they ever did a game where Brian Billick and freaking Chucky were the two <laughs> announcers. It, I'd, ha- I'd have to either rip the cables out of the speakers or, just, or, well, I guess I could hit mute. But the point is, good God, two people that won't stop talking about what's not really going on on the field. Gruden would not shut up, man. Oh, he's terrible. He's ter. Now we got the pistol chicken wing left, right, fine, dip, 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 <laughs> going down, double cover seven, baby, number her, chicken mashed potato and look at that oh he's john, such, a good, john, like he's within, such a good player within a couple of minutes of, of each other uh one of you guys tweeted sweet lord john gruden shut up or something like that <laughs> that was and, not and me. then i tweeted would someone please find john gruden's off switch and flip it like ah he's yeah it's horrible yeah it's pretty bad 
I like when he does the one-on-one stuff with the quarterbacks, like they're sitting down watching game film and all that stuff. I think that's pretty cool. But he's exactly what John Madden was not. And I'll leave it at that. Yep. Anyway. Bam, bam, Morris. Bam, bam, Morris. Bam, bam. Anyway, it was an bam, outstanding bam. win. I mean, I pretty much called it. Aaron called and, it. You know what's funny is this past game, the Giants game, I texted Aaron, I think like the day before, and Aaron was like, I'm so pumped. And I was like, dude, I'm nervous for this game. I don't have a good feeling about this game. You were like, no, dude, we're totally going to win this game. And we won. And the week before, it was the exact opposite. For Dallas, I was like, dude, we got this game. We got this game in the freaking bag. And Aaron's like, no, dude, I'm nervous about this game. And I was like, fear not. We're going to win this game. Fear not. Dude, did you guys see that stat the last time we beat the Giants on Monday night? No. Was it Joe Theismann night? It was the Joe Theismann leg night in 1985. Are you serious? Yes. The Giants. Now, that's that's against a, a specific opponent. So, yeah, I could see how it could be that long, but still, that's... A long time. 28 years, 27 years. Um, <laughs> it's the first time that we've won on Monday night, period, since September. It is that long, isn't it? Man. 2007 is the last time we've won on Monday night ever when we beat Philadelphia 20 to 12. How the hell did we score 20? I don't know, but it was more than two touchdowns, two field goals, I guess. 20 to 12. When's the last time we beat all of our division mates in three straight weeks? Um, oh, I saw that stat in the post and I cannot remember what it was. Never? It was in like 2004, 2005. I would have remembered that. Maybe I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it was well, outstanding. It's been a long time because we haven't had a quarterback as good as Robert Griffin the third, who is also named NFL Rookie of the Week again. Week again, rookie, rookie of the Week, but not Player of the Week, right? Right, Rookie of the Week, third victory in a row according to uh, uh, the Washington Redskins website. And he didn't, like Josh was saying, his numbers weren't that inflated, but they didn't have to be for us to win that game. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, it was a gutty. How about the This is the kind of game that I've been worried about going in, and I know it's going to get colder and harder to play and everything, but we pounded through, and this is what I've always worried about with the Shanahan offense, is when it gets really cold, I know it was in Denver before, but Denver doesn't play teams like the Giants and Eagles in December. And I've been really worried about how our offense is going to run against these you know, in the cold weather against like, you know, pound and ground NFC East type of uh, opponents. And, and, and wow, so far so good. But our, our offense <laughs> literally is different well. every week. It's different every week. Yeah. This week, Santana is. Moss had zero catches. The last two weeks he had touchdowns. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, who's going to be starring in this week's game? We don't know. Anyway, let's move forward here. On to the itinerary. Let me see. Did we miss anything? Uh, uh, From the game, specifically? I don't think so. Um, think there were a couple other points stuff. I had heard about and read about. What is this Danny boy lets his feelings be known? What is that? Oh, you guys didn't hear about that? No. It was reported in many, many uh, respectable places, not like here. 
um, that that Dan Snyder was talking to one of his uh, underlings at one point with a bunch of reporters within earshot and referring to the Giants as he was walking away from this guy. He goes, I hate those mother effers. <laughs> he didn't say effers. Oh, I did not and it that. all goes back to the fact that the owner of the Giants was the guy in charge of cutting $36 million out of our salary cap and $10 million out of the Dallas salary cap. Oh, yeah. They asked NFC East rivals. Oh, yeah. And they asked uh, Shanahan more. about that, too. Yeah. Yeah. In the and conference this week. And he said, did you hear what he said? No. They're like, how does the this 30? They didn't ask him about the Giants specifically. They asked him about the salary cap. And he would be. He was basically like, "Uh, yeah, it gets me fired up." And that's about all he said before he shut himself down. Yeah, they have to. Still, mm-hmm. they're not allowed they, to really. They are going to appeal in the off season. I hope. Right, man. I hope so, but I don't know what we get except for maybe extra draft picks or something. What about if extra money? Want. What about our money back for next year? Maybe I guess. I doubt they do that though. It man, it's so messed up. That whole situation. <clears throat> it's so messed up. And the fact that an NFC East owner was in charge of that drive and was like, they're lucky they didn't lose draft picks for what they did for not colluding with the rest of us, those jerks. Yeah. Bastard. Well, we beat the Giants three out of the last four times. So yeah. It should have so, been four out of the last four. I, I don't blame. There, there was a thing I read in the post this morning. It may have been from yesterday, actually. But it was uh, you know younger fans, kind of our age, like mid to late 30s, of course, hate Dallas the most. But the second team we hate the most is the Eagles. But the older fans, like Sam Huff age and stuff like that, the second team they hate the most is the Giants. And I think it's starting to get rekindled in that direction. Hmm. The You're right there, Josh? Yeah, no, I was just thinking. I still, no, not for me. For me, it's Cowboys, then Eagles, then Giants. That's me, yeah. too. Yeah, for me too. But that's what I'm saying for the for the younger people like ourselves. But for the older generation that has been around for for you know, the Sam Huff, what was it, 72 to 41 game or 71 to 40 whatever it was. Dude, I thought I was one of the older generation. Well, no, if you think about it, maybe Get we should there. change our stance because look at the Super Bowls that that the Giants have won in the past decade and there's you know, and if you look at them from the standpoint, well, those are Super Bowls that the Redskins should have won. Yeah, but you, for me, it's not a stance. It's all about emotion. It's yeah. emotion. When to I me, see the Cowboys score a touchdown, it uh, what's the term, John? Well, it makes me sure to have a puke. <laughs> do you, <laughs> yes. do you burst a vein? It like creates in me a physical uh, a physical uh, retching. I'm sure to have a puke. in your neck pop out? Yeah, pretty much. I cannot yeah. stand the Cowboys. And whenever they score, even if it's like against some other team. You're sure to have I'm a, just like, oh. Man, sure I don't know. A, I don't know, man. Somebody in Cowboy. I just don't sure know. to have a. And I know how John loves Miles and everything, but. Yeehaw. Dude, I don't love I don't love Miles any, anywhere as much as that trainer does. <laughs> when did. I saw that trainer rubbing Miles on his uh, twig and berries, I was sure to have a puke. <laughs> Miles. My, my, my. They lift us up where we belong. Where the eagles die. And the cowboys cry. 
I only have one thing to say about Miles Austin. Yeah, I only have one thing to say about Miles Austin. Yeah, he was getting rubbed on his silver cake. Silver cake. Silver cake. Miles Austin's silver cake. I can't. I still can't believe there was nothing Oh, was that the whole, like, rubbing on the sideline thing? On Thanksgiving in front of the nation? In front of the entire <laughs> nation? He was Dude, I lost my turkey berries? because of that. Not just Texas. Dude, that means that you, uh, uh... I think I uh, threw up corn pudding on mom's new 60-inch TV. Corn pudding. Corn pudding. No, dude, you're sure to have a puke. You saw that and you were sure for a puke. I was sure for a puke. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever the Cowboys score, I am sure for a puke. What? What? Well, dude, are we ready for the O line report in this game? Because I have a special guest to give his Who is it? his views. Well, we should probably get up on that. It's our it's the fifth in Maryland. Uh, Will in Maryland, he'll be on with his O line report. All right. Just after I play the I music. think we had we had something from Kenny Can calling in too, didn't we? Yeah, I got him lined up later in the show. All right, all right, all right. All right hold yes, on. Sir. Yes, sir. We got him taken care. of Franco-American SpaghettiOs, show them your O-Face. It's the O-Line Report with the fifth. Hey, uh, fifth, how's it going? I can't wait. All right, you ready? Go ahead and give us your O-Line Report. And fellas, get this. It was really refreshing to see zero sex. (laughs) Zero sex. I'm used to seeing like three or four. <laughs> the last part is my favorite, dude. I'm used to seeing like three or four. I used to seeing like three or four. <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh man. man. Uh I'd have to uh second that, dude. It was really refreshing <laughs> to see zero sex. And of course what he's referring to is the fact that RG three did not get sacked. At all. At all. In fact, I think he only got knocked down like twice the entire game. Yeah, one was a good knockdown. There were two hits on him, yeah. There OCU, Manura, and uh, Canty, was, Chris Canty hit him. There was that one where he was running late down the sideline in the fourth quarter where he took a shot, but he was like, I was trying to stay in bounds. Mm-hmm. He said he had to take one for the team. <laughs> Nor yeah, must I point yeah. out, there were also no passes defended. Huh. What? What was his completion rating in this game? Huh? What was his completion rate? How many did he miss? Because there were a few dropped. Pony Boy again. Who, RG3? Yeah. RG3 was 13 for 21. Man, that's not even... That's not even 66%. If this was RG1 we were talking about, we'd be like, man, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Pony, Pony Boy did drop a couple, though. Dude, in the beginning of games, he's horrible every time. Takes him a while to warm up. Like a diesel. Except he's not. Speaking of, we might as well do the tight end report right now, then. All right, let's do the tight end report. What do you want to know? Here's the Uh, tight end report with Josh Allen. Dude, we need some some tight end music. Uh, We need some tight end music. I don't know, Aaron. Next time you're at that Chippendales club on Friday nights, 
Tight end uh, music might have to be like Kenny G. DJ what that music is when dudes dress when like that Patrick Swayze guy's dancing around his G string. Be like, dude, what kind of music is this? And then you can play it for this. I think Josh needs like some techno music for <laughs> for tight end music. <laughs> All right, go, John. I mean, Josh. All right. All right. Tight end music. Hold on, I was trying to get some. <laughs> <laughs> I think Chris Chap Chris Chapel Chris Cooley was in, wasn't he? I think I saw him for a play or two. Yeah, like some auto tune. Hot, hot, hot. One hundred point five coming at you with this generic song by this generic artist, Usher. <laughs> it sounds the same as everything else. Like my auto tune with my tight end. <laughs> All right, Logan Paulson, dude. Logan Paulson, he was targeted three times in this game, and he only caught one, as we were saying. Chris Cooley, though, i got to point this out. Chris Cooley, there was that point in the game where he came in. I think he was playing more fullback than tight end, even though we still think of him that way. But uh, he led the charge on that first down. Um, he was a part late of that. Uh, You're talking yeah, about where, late in the fourth quarter, right? Yeah, where was that? I had that here. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah, I know exactly where you're talking. You know where I'm talking about. On those last couple of drives, Chris Cooley was in a lot oh, as, yeah. as an extra tight end, and he was he was clearing some lanes. Yeah, it was like a third and one. It was like third and one. And Dude, I got to tell you, talking about the, uh, the tight end here, or tight end report here, we had Chris Cooley and Niles Paul plow a lane on a first down late in the fourth quarter. And then when it was over, Chris Cooley just turned around on that play, and he was like, you know, just walking back like, yeah, I did my job. And Niles Paul was like pounding on his shoulders, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, what was up with, not not a tight end, but close, a fullback, Darrell Young. What was up with Chucky, like totally, when he kept saying, watch Darrell Young jab it in the hole. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Dude, he only had two carries. So I don't know. Darryl, and Chucky watch kept Darryl talking Young about him. jamming in the hole. He's gonna go in right here. He kept... Daryl Young jabbing in the hole. Two carries for eight yards. Four four yards. He was talking carry. about that He's third a down. Good football player. He was hitting one Gruden's grinder award. Watch Roydster <laughs> win the Gruden's grinder award. Which Gruden's grinder? I Can you? Know her. It just makes it. <laughs> It just makes me think of some like crappy sub shop, and you walk in, and Darrell Young sitting there in like a visor and an apron, going, no, dude, I was picturing, <laughs> I was picturing Gruden in that visor. Welcome to Gruden's like, Grinders. Oh, no, Gruden would be at like you know, like at the register at the register or something like that, or there'd be like, like a cardboard cutout with a waving arm in the window. <laughs> He'd be like, "Do you want some mayo?" Gruden's Grinders. And football players go to work. They're done playing football. Oh man! And then comes up fatty, fatty number ninety-two. <laughs> no, dude. And they're just like no, and they they take down the waving arm. You got RG three at Subway, and you've got you got old big ninety-two right. over there. Albert Hainsworth at Gruden's Grinders. Over at Gruden's Grinders, Navy. <laughs> Meatloaf sandwich. What is this? It says Cowboys fan is willing to burn his gear and become a Redskins fan. What? Where? We don't want him. He's a he's a bandwagon jumper. Oh, 
pretty fitting for a Cowboys fan. Yep. That's typical, dude. Typical. No. Um, so that's the tight end report. We talked about that. O line report. Did we talk about the wishbone for the did we do the O line report the whole thing? No. No, we didn't talk about the wishbone, did we? No. Um Oh, no, yeah, let's talk about the wishbone. The wishbone. When John Joseph, or whatever his name is from the Giants, was, like, pulling on, uh, who was it? Was it Will Montgomery? I couldn't see. All I could see was two big fat legs sticking up, and, like, Joseph pulling one, and that other giant pulling the other one apart. And then suddenly it was just, like, massive yellow cake right in the middle of the camera. (laughs) Yeah. You're just like, whoa, geez, what's going on? Okay. They I kept trying to ask the ch- coaches and stuff about it after the game, and they're just like, whatever. Well, I thought both players uh, showed good restraint on what could have been a real mess because Montgomery nearly got split like a wishbone <laughs> if it was him, and then that Joseph dude almost stomped on him on the ground. And I got to say, I mean, I haven't been in many violent situations wh- in my life. Josh! What was that? Dude! Sorry, dudes. Josh, Rumble that's Bronx, so unprofessional, man. man. Dude, that's, <laughs> that's like not what it was, man. I can smell that over here. It's like a round of chances for Cario, man. Sorry, I was dragging my uh, chair across the carpet here. You dragged oh my. <laughs> <laughs> What was that, like, 120 episodes ago when you guys were like, <laughs> that was I fart I found where Josh farted in the middle of the episode. Dude, we people love... That. Somebody found it for us. Yeah, people... Somebody found it. <laughs> yeah. People loved that whole like three episodes, man. It was very controversial. <laughs> it was very controversial in our iTunes ratings. We had some people give us five. People were like, "I tuned in for the first time, and all they did was talk about farts for three episodes." <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and we were just like, "Um, uh, well, yeah." <laughs> it's like, well, uh, yeah. they got a point there. And but anyway, dude, that <laughs> Joseph guy almost stomped on one of our players but held himself back but have you guys i mean everyone's been in like one or two violent situations in their life even if it's like just like a fight in high school or something yeah, like that dude been ejected well he didn't stomp on him he just lifted his foot to do it but he stopped and but what about the wishbone the they had the offsetting penalties because some guys one of the redskins i want to say it was Oh, I don't remember. Another one of the linemen came in and pushed the guy afterwards. It was just like, dude, quit wishboning my my teammate. <laughs> and then RG three jumped in there. Well, they were offsetting penalties, and I thought I thought the referees handled that right because there weren't, you know, the guy from the Giants did not do the stomp. But have you ever been in a situation where you're just like, I just want to stomp on this person? No, that's a pretty violent thing to do, don't you think? Yeah, you know, yeah. even if like. You're mad at someone that's drunk and they're on the ground. Have you ever said, I just want to stomp on this person's head? No. That's a bit of a mean streak. I thought that was pretty interesting. That I always think it's pretty interesting that someone would go to that violent of a thought. Dude, can I bring up something real quick? Uh, sick. What was up with the uh, that line judge that could not spot the ball? Like, all right, there was the, the one where we had to... Where we had to challenge and we got the first down. But even worse than that was when he gave RG3 a first down and he was like two yards short and then the Giants didn't even challenge it. It was really bad. It was it was the judge on the near sideline. Oh, and did you see what happened to Shane Locklear's knee? Yeah, X Redskin, Shane Locklear, one year only. But Sean still. Locklear, I think. Uh, yeah, Sean, S-E-A-N, Sean. 
Irish. Um, yeah, his knee bent in exactly the way it's not supposed to. Backwards. Yeah. It Forwards, was, I mean. Yeah, it bent pretty much in every single direction, and it was really bad. I, I, I haven't gone back to look to see exactly what he tore, but I wouldn't be surprised if he... I would be surprised if he did not tear all three ligaments. That was nasty. It was nasty. Wait, is this the injury report? What? Are we on the injury report already? I think it's time. We need to move on, get moving. All right, give me the injury report. You're on it. Talk. Keep going. Josh, that's you. Sean Lockley. We're talking about this. Why Why are we talking about Giants injuries? It was from Sean Lockley used to play for the Redskins, and he had an injury that where his knee bent in a na- in an unnatural position. Dude, it was <laughs> crack nasty. That's why it was bad, dude. Didn't you see it? Unnatural. Yeah, I saw it, but <clears throat> I even sent that 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 gif. I know it. it was gross. It was gross because you don't quite notice it the first time around. Then you're just like, whoa, whoa, oh, jeez, dude. I just looked further down the itinerary. What is this? What? Where my name is tagged with something <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> it's like that like that Aaron Rodgers commercial where he's like, This is Mr. So and so and he's like, No, it is not. <laughs> no, it is not. Alright, go all right, go ahead with the injury report. Alright, alright. Uh Pierre Garcon obviously still nursing that foot injury, but given last week's stats, um, you can't deny that he's looking good out there. Uh, he's fully participated in practice. He is probable for the game this week. Josh Wilson, cornerback, shoulder injury, also fully participated in practice, and he is probable. Uh, Miangelo Hall, he's got that ankle thing happening. Uh, he's had limited practice, and he is questionable this week. Questionable. Yeah, D'Angelo Hall practiced from what I said. So. Sav Rocca, he's got the, uh, that right knee bothering him. He is probable, though. We need him. We need a good punter. He's going to be like that for the rest of the season, though. Yeah. I think all these dudes are going to play, with the exception of mm. uh, Trent Williams. Well, maybe Hopefully. he's on the transactions report since he's suspended. Or he is. All right, go ahead. Oh, Trent yeah. Williams. Transaction report. He's got a thigh bruise. Thigh bruise, he's limited in practice. He's questionable this week. He's London playing. Fletcher, he's got that ankle. Uh, they're showing him as questionable, but you know he's going to play. If it's still attached, he's playing. He's playing. Um, I think that's about it. It is. All right, well, let's move into the transaction report. There's only one important thing on here, although we did, well, two, I guess. We did uh, activate Tom Compton back from the... Uh, practice squad straight out of compton straight out of compton a crazy mf named tom Tom. (laughs) (laughs) and there's been a a, uh, practice squad cut and or no two guys signed to the practice squad but i'm not even going to worry about that uh the big news of course but their names are like so similar it's like Corey and courtney Corey and courtney (laughs) are those boys or girls So the reds get to sign the first woman to the NFL roster. Corey oh, Lindsay Courtney, and Courtney, Courtney is Brown. One of those. Corey, yeah, Courtney. Either Doodle one Brown. Doodle Brown. Doodle Brown. Doodle Brown. Man, what what episode was the Doodle Brown episode? Number twenty-two. Probably along with Fartgate somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, especially the outtake. In any Fart event, 
<laughs> Josh. Um, that Cedric wasn't me. Griffin, the quarterback. Always me. It was like played in slow motion, so it was <laughs> like you. it was like. That wasn't me. Dudes, I'm trying to be serious here because this is really going to be a big deal. All right. Uh, I All think what? this weekend is uh, as uh, Cedric Griffin got suspended. Yet another cornerback who can't seem to uh, stay away from the Adderall. I don't know what's up with that, but Num dude, nut. Yeah, dude, what Num is that nut. crap? Numbnut. What is Adderall anyway? He's suspended it's, for less than a year. What does that mean? Adderall is a stimulant. Um, well, there you go. And he's been, been suspended for four games, so he is eligible to come back if we make the playoffs. He can come back. But, I mean, he played inspired play. football after Chucky. Chucky usually, like, says everyone's awesome all the time. He was like, like Cedric Griffin has to step up today because he's not been doing whatever. He, he basically said he was, hasn't been all that good. And Cedric Griffin, Griffin had the game of the year for himself. Dude, he did. He had, he had five tackles on the day. He had a fantastic game. He had a big breakup on one deep pass to Cruz, and on, on another one, Cruz got it, but he they were able to minimize the damage, so to speak. He also had a pass interference. Touchdown. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, who the hell else we got there? Tom Compton? No, he's a lineman. So that was a bad – that's a big miss for us. We we that That's bad. Yep. So um... – well, so speaking of the secondary, before we go to break, Aaron, so you want us to get the honey badger? You think we should go after him? I we do Josh not. Josh Wilson back there. I do dude. not think we should get him. I do not. <laughs> I Josh, do, not do you think do. we should get honey badger next year? Honey badger? From LSU. Oh. Or I don't even know where he went after that. LSU. Well, he went to LSU. And then he got kicked off the team, but he stayed enrolled. And now Why do you call why you call him Honey Badger? Brent Musburger. Josh, you ain't heard of the Honey Badger? No. Dude, just Google need... Brent Musburger Honey Badger. <laughs> he says it like a million. Honey. Honey Badger declare. Oh, that guy. Honey. Yeah, you need to Google Brent Musburger Honey Badger like on YouTube. He loves the Honey Badger. <laughs> he loves the Honey Badger. He loves that nickname. What, what's he his said name? Isn't it like, it like Tyrant Mathias? Matthew or what's his it's, name? It's it's I can't stop smoking. Tyron Matthew. He got torched by Alabama in that is it championship. Tyron, dude. I think it is Tyron. I think he's extremely overrated. Matthew or something like that. <laughs> Whatever it is, Aaron loves this guy. He thinks he's going to be the next uh, uh, Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> Combination of Leron Landry and Pac-Man Jones. I that's who I was thinking of, Leron Landry. Uh, yeah. Dudes, I think it's time to take a break. All right, well, let's take Didn't a short break. Kind of like best defensive player in the nation or Whoa, something? Josh. Josh, you just started breaking up like crazy. No, didn't you just start, like you best... just started Transformers? Let's roll out there. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. I was talking about Honey Badger. Didn't he win like best defensive player or something? I don't know. Last you just nation? Josh, you just Googled it. You tell us. I know, right? <laughs> you just, you just, just discovered the honey badger for the first time. No, 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 no. I was looking up Tyron Matthew. Isn't that his name? T-Ron? How do you say it? I don't think it's Matthew. It's like spelled it weird. Matthew. 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 Yeah, dude. Spelling. 
Oh yeah, he won the Bedneric Award. Bednaric. He won it last year, but then he couldn't play this year because he's academically ineligible. Because he's stupid. Because he's academically challenged. Because he got a four on the Wonderlick. Stupid. Was it a six he got on the Wonderlick? Dude, no, that's not him. That's the dude that the Cowboys drafted. Oh, that that's was his. That was his counterpart, league. wasn't it? That was his counterpart. This is the guy that the Cowboys are probably going to draft this year. Oh yeah. Anyway, well, let's take a break, and when we get back, we'll give our games and kicks, and we'll talk a little bit about the Baltimore game, and we'll oh. let you guys get on with your weekend. Honey badger. All right, we'll talk to you after this short, short commercial Luton break. Luton size commercial break. This is Kenny Can from Canada, and you're listening to Harry Hog Football. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Dude, the break's over. That's as long as the break is these days. That's it? Super short? It's a short break. I think we're we're still we're still accepting sponsorships to fill that 30 seconds there. Yeah. Anyway, that was it. I hope John finished peeing that quick. Dude, I don't know. Honey he's probably badger. He's probably perched up on something. I'm watching some footage of this honey badger guy. Didn't really give me much time to watch it. Well, watch him against Alabama because he got torched. Anyway. All right, well, John's not back because he think he forgot the break is really short now. Hmm. Uh, I think John was going to talk a little bit about oh the proposal that I just heard about this today that they're thinking proposal. that some person decided that they wanted to eliminate kickoffs from the NFL. Yeah, dude, I know I sent you that earlier. Yeah, you sent it to me. Tell us a little bit about that. So they wanted like eliminate kickoffs. Did have you read about that before? No, I didn't quite get it though. And then it said so something about punts too. So they want to like put, give them like a fourth and fifteen, and they can either decide to punt the ball from their thirty or something weird, or they can go for it on fourth and fifteen from their thirty. Yes, from their thirty. What's? I like don't. They get would it. place the balls on the third on the thirty yard line. And let them just start from the 30-yard line. No kickoffs. Well, what's the punt thing? I didn't quite understand it, honestly. Yo, dude. I was going to ask you yo, guys. Yo, yo, yo. Did, I, did I miss anything? John, did yeah, you, can, John, can you interpret this that, thing? The stupid kickoff. What are we talking kickoff, about? What are we talking the about? Like, whole thing about, like, let's eliminate kickoffs. Oh, you're talking about this stupid-ass Goodell thing that was leaked. Er, they floated out there. Yeah, what is this yeah, with the rule that? with putting it on the 30, on 4th and 15? Oh, this is so stupid. They're like, all right, so if the team has the ball and they score, okay, they get an option of putting it on the 30-yard line after they score, okay? Score, kick the extra point. And go and get, being able to keep the ball somehow? Yes. All right. What exactly. Is- They're saying you, you at that point, after you score, you get the extra point. You can sit on your own 30-yard line on a 4th and 15, or you will, I should say, on a fourth and fifteen, and you have an option of going for it or punting. 
after you score every Wait, time. On your Instead, own 30-yard line after on your you own score, you either the... punt or go for it to make a first down on fourth and well, What's the difference between punting and kicking off? Because the ball is is live when you kick it off after 10 yards. It would eliminate the onside kick as well. And they're thinking that being able to go for it on fourth and 15 would make up for that? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is, Aaron. They're thinking that getting rid of the onside kick, but if you can go for it on fourth and 15, you still have a chance to get the ball back and still advance the ball. Well, and, and this is because they want... And they want it to be safe. To eliminate Fourth and fifteen, though, man. It's I mean, asinine. Can I ask you a question, though? I'd rather see it be more like a fourth and twenty or something. Or can fourth I ask twenty-five? Can I ask a question? First of all, has it been proven that more concussions happen on kickoffs than on regular plays? I think I think more major injuries seem to happen. I don't have any scientific uh, backing on this, but it seems like their thought or their their. Uh, mindset on this is that more major injuries happen on these plays because people are running like 40 50 60 yards at breakneck speed before hitting i don't know though it seems to be like more people come out of the games on normal plays than on kickoffs and stuff i'm thinking percentage wise it might be on kickoffs i really don't know though all i know is is you might as well start like putting flags on everybody's hips at this point i was about to say really starting to get that's roger goodell like for forgotten that this is a game of tackling yeah i was gonna yeah. say that too i was gonna be like later this the later today roger goodell came out with his new plan to change it to flag football it's and eliminate it's it's touch. this is so they'll see what the the public uh uh sentiment <laughs> is on this whole Dude. this whole idea and it's it's the more that it's been people are thinking about it, the more they're just like this is dumb Dude, can you see like what the challenges will be? It'll be like, no, Mike Shanahan is throwing a challenge flag, and I think it's a good one here. He's gonna challenge that the that the player was actually touched with both hands. We only saw one hand touch the player. Uh, did for that, that did that finger touch his shirt? Because remember, the that, shirt <laughs> is part of the player. The shirt is part of the player. <laughs> the, the the Velcro is is standard throughout the league and therefore the velcro is not faulty you cannot fault if a flag falls off the velcro the player is down <laughs> even even if it is not even if the flag is not touched by an opposing player oh man seriously good lord all right that's stupid all right enough time it's spent stupid. on that it's stupid can someone please can they just oust Roger Goodell cuz he's getting seriously how do you get rid of him cuz haven't we I think he's had too many concussions. He's been in long enough, man. Yep. Agreed. All right. Enough about How him. How do you get him out of there? John, do you want to do the... get him out of there because the owners love him. <laughs> do you want to do the HHFFFL update? HHFFFL. We are in the playoffs. Galapagos Grizzlies. I am very sorry. You uh, you at the bottom. Um, we're in the top. Uh, the top six made the playoffs. Um, Aaron actually had no idea until tonight he was in the playoffs. <laughs> Well, I am um, the reigning champion. I figured that would be a lock for the playoffs. Well, right now, you're losing to Payne and Uranus, twelve to nineteen, in the four-five game. Yeah, Three, but wait, 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 wait. Payne and Uranus has already had his quarterback go, and I just had one receiver. All right, go ahead. Well, all right, all right, fair enough. All right, the other quarterfinalists, Knights to say RG three past champion versus Southside DC. The bye weeks go to Grimstash Riders and yours truly, the Virginia Beach Balls. I'll see you next week. You play me next week? No. <laughs> no, you and I would meet in the finals if you're lucky enough to make it that far. Who do I have to play By next way, week? Grimstash? By the way, go ahead and start polishing up that trophy for me so I can get it back. You're only going to own it for a month. Do I have to play Grimstash? 
Yes, you do. Oh man, he's my nemesis, dude. He's the guy that he's the guy that I think is gonna win this if I don't. Dude, you're at you're 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 out of your mind. You're out of your mind. You're crazy. He's no. has one more win than me, but he only has ten more points on the year than I do. I'm calling. And he and I are killing you. Actually, you're. No, no, you're doing all right. You and I, the four top four teams have a good chance. Other than that, eh. What do you mean I'm? What do you mean I'm doing all right? What are you talking? You're doing all right. You have fifteen hundred and forty-eight points total. I've got sixteen hundred and one. He's got sixteen hundred and eleven. So total point factor, you're doing pretty decent. That's right. And all that we matters is at the scoreboard at the end of the week. All right, next. Um, that's okay. enough of football that nobody cares about. Yeah, that's enough of that. Okay. Uh, it's time for the, uh, yeah, these. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. <laughs> this week's Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by... Kenny Chesney. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> Brandon at the Washington Redskins. I know, right? <laughs> oh, my damn balls. Who wants to go? Kicking. I know who I'm kicking. Go for it. Logan Pawson. <laughs> uh, dude. What's up with him dropping passes that keep drives alive on the first catch of every game or first drive of every game or first series whatever you want to call it it's early it's not late no it's early he gets pumped up oh dude don't forget though but this wasn't his fault he had was was it a holding penalty or a pass interference penalty he had in the fourth quarter oh yeah absolute it was pass interference it was absolute br man that offensive one where they said he pushed off oh Oh, such crap those referees were not a I don't know. The referees did okay. Still I, the worst call is when they gave RG3 that first down and he was a good two two yards short. And you know who else sucks? Fox has got Mike Pereira in there, and he generally does okay, but ESPN went back and like dug up the grave of Jerry Austin, who was doing Super <laughs> Bowls back in the 80s. And he's wrong on everything. Every single one he was wrong on. God, he's so wrong. It's like he doesn't know the rules like since 20 years ago. He's like, they're not going to overturn this. And they're like, there's a reversal on the field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and on the second one, they they were just like, so you're over two. Uh, he was talking about some line extending out or wherever it crossed over or something. Uh, I don't even know what he was saying. All right. All right. Go ahead, Josh. Um, I am kicking the replay assistant. For challenging the fumble ruling that led to the Washington touchdown, they had well, they have to because flag thrown by uh, Coughlin. No, no, it wasn't. No, not on that one. Who challenged it? The replay assistant. No, 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 he couldn't challenge that because on a scoring play, it's automatically reviewed. Yeah, because they said they called it a touchdown. If you challenge it, it's still a rule that if you challenge it. You it's get a, a fifteen-yard penalty. Fifteen-yard penalty, and they stop the challenge. They won't challenge it anymore because that's how the Lions got like bent over Thanksgiving. All I know is when you look at it on the stats, it says the replay assistant challenged the fumble ruling, and the play was upheld. Well, they they're wrong because what really happened was it was ruled a touchdown, so they had to they had to they review have, it. No, that's right. That's right. The replay assistant 
or the replay, I guess the replay, who's the replay primary? I don't know. The replay. Maybe the replay, maybe there's like the head replay dude. And then there's the assistant. Maybe they gave that one to the assistant. Like here, here you go, kid. This one's all on you. (laughs) (laughs) They had to though. It was close to not being a fumble. See how the kid does. It was pretty close to not being a fumble. And then they also had to look to see if it, well, no, I guess. Can you, you can't forward, you can't fumble forward in what, the last minutes? You can't fumble only in the last two minutes. Okay. When you're not allowed to fumble forward. So that wasn't even a question. No, no. All right. I'm going to have to go back and look at it. I'm still not sure which, whether it's I don't know. Other than that, I don't really have a kick. I guess I could, you know, well, who, did John go? Not yet. All right. Go ahead, John. Go ahead, John. Okay, well, I'm going to have to give my kick to, uh, it's going to have to go to Santana Moss. He was invisible this game. He wasn't even a target. He he was oh we was so wide open on one of those deep. He balls. was totally wide open out there, like waving oh. his hand, like he saw that happening and he took off, man. And that's all right. He's gonna come back this weekend, but but I'll give him a kick because I'm struggling to find someone to kick. Dude, I got someone, Brandon, Brandon Banks. Banks. Dude, Brandon Banks for just dancing around. I Brandon Banks is at the point where it's 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 like a collective kick for all of us every single week. Can we turn it into an Antoine Randall L, man? Dude, I don't Dude, I don't want to give him a kick, but you know who disappointed me this week? Who? London, London Fletcher. Pass what? defense. On pass defense. Yes. London Fletcher? He was disappointing me. A he's bit. been he's been He a missed a big tackle too. Tackles. He missed a big one though. He's he's having a rough go. Um I'm I'm not saying he's not going to make it to the it's end. Probably of the his season, ankle. He, is, he had 12 is, tackles and behind next behind him was Perry Riley with 7. I know, I but I swear to god, I swear He's to just god, not up to his normal self. It's I think it's old, his ankle man. though. I think it's his ankle. I he had more tackles than anybody else who played in the game. Period. Both teams. Yeah, he was he was I mean, he was out there going crazy, but he had a lot of missed uh passes they were a lot of have that one miss i know what you're talking about where it was like dude you gotta wrap him up and he just is like i was like who is that london yeah yeah yeah. we were like who missed that it had to be perry right no i thought it was like d'angelo hall or something dude all right i didn't kick him i just said i was disappointed all right all right yeah yeah the london it's it's like i said you know every year it's like god he gets hurt he gets hurt more and more but he still makes it and he still does well so i'm i'm worried I don't know if this is going to be the year he doesn't make it to the end of the year, but I'm I'm a l- getting a little worried about it. All right, because he is he's beat up. All right, we need to wrap this thing up. All right, let's go into the next. And now, the coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. All right, Game Bam. Ball Awards. All right, I'll go. Go for it, man. I'm going to give mine. I'm going to go to the other side of the ball this week and give mine to Pierre Garcon. Um. Eight receptions, 106 yards on the day, averaging 13.3 per reception. Of course, he had that really he had that really long one for 35 yards, but he had that TD targeted 11 times. He caught eight of them, and he had that big catch on that pass play. Yep, and he's still hurt. Mm -hmm. My dog. He's a a game changer, man. When he's in there, Mm -hmm. and he's healthy, he's a game changer. Aaron. I, I'm going to have to give mine to um, – I want to give mine to someone on the defense, but they collectively played good, so it's hard to give it to any one guy. You give it to the whole defense. 
All right, I do want to give it to the whole defense, but I got to give it to Alfred Morris. That dude was unstoppable after that fumble. Especially in the very end, those last three plays where he just pounded it out all old school style and it would not Agreed. be tackled. Agreed. It was really Fantastic. Re- it was really refreshing yep. to see a run like that. Hell yeah. It was refreshing. And I also got to give a mini game ball to Kyle Shanahan for calling that pass to Garcon right there at the very end. That was an outstanding call. He didn't do one of those stereotypical like wimp out like trying to run out the clock and having just going to run it three straight times into the middle and punt. He went for the jugular on that. Paid that some balls. Did it? Did it was a good play. It was a good play call <laughs> because it worked. Even if it didn't work, I thought it was a good call. But I'd probably have been like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Why did you run the ball?" <laughs> yeah, that was a gutsy shot. That was a gutsy, gutsy shot. All right, go ahead, dude. All right, dude. You guys both took. The, the two game balls that I had in mind for my oh, two man. dogs going in. But I'm what about Daryl Young for jabbing it in there? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm actually going to pick somebody else. He he definitely does. He has solid game. Victor Cruz? Uh, uh, no. But Eli my Manning for dominating? Game ball, no. <laughs> my game ball actually goes to Rob Jackson. That's a good one, dude. I was going to call that one out, too. Rob Jackson, especially in the second half, came on strong. And for a Giants team that was leading the league in not getting called for penalties, they had so many false starts and holds, and Rob Jackson was a big part of that in the second Mm -hmm. half. There was one, I mean, his stats were like four tackles, no, like three tackles, I think. He had a sack for seven yards. He yep. almost had another sack where it was called. It was egregious holding, and they called it. Oh yeah, so surprising. It was holding with it, the guy had him like around the neck and the back of his shirt and the back of his shirt. Yeah, and yep. they called that one. I mean, he would. He was. We only sacked Manning once, but there were at least two other plays where he should have been sacked, and there was a hold called because of that. I'm so glad, the dude. defense was getting there and getting those calls made. And I thought Rob Jackson was a leading edge of that. I'm glad you and, pointed that out. Josh, d- did we, besides uh, what's-his-face's uh, Pony Boy's offensive pass interference call, did we have any like procedural procedural penalties in the entire game? I don't remember any false starts. I don't remember any holds. I don't remember those either. I don't think so. I was going to point out, since John brought up Rob Jackson, was that uh, – he also had a sack against Philadelphia a couple weeks ago. He comes on strong later in the game, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Start beating up on the on the offensive line, wearing him down, whatnot. They didn't have much of an answer for him. And I just just we, watching him, I mean, he's like a Rackpo light. If he's getting that much work going on, I can't wait to have a Rackpo back. Yeah. Anyway. And Aaron, what? we had four penalties for 56 yards. Whereas the Giants had nine penalties for 73 yards. On offense? Because I know one of them was Cedric Griffin's pass interference. One of them was Pony Boy's um, pass interference. Did Let's someone see. get called for a horse collar tackle, too, that wasn't? I kind of remember that. I think someone I on the Reds. I say there was, but it was like in the middle of a scrum, and it was hard to tell. But, but yeah, I got to point I, out, I, we I only have remember that. Four penalties. I'm just looking at stats here. I don't remember any false starts or any holdings. But it looks like the Giants had two first downs resulting from penalties. 
Yeah, that was been the that would have been the uh, so pass interference. Had, yeah, even though we only had four penalties. Oh, I remember our fourth penalty. I remember our fourth penalty. It was running into the kicker. Oh uh, yeah, with Keel. Yeah. That was the right. Yeah. That was the right call though. He ran into him. He so we didn't have it. We didn't have any penalties on the it. offensive line. I want to give them a shout for busting holes for two hundred and some yards rushing. No penalties for Schnell. None of them. Unbelievable. We just named the four penalties. Pelican. All right, anyway, we got to wrap this thing up, dudes. Um, we got to wrap this up because we got, we got so many penalties. We haven't talked about the Ravens game at all coming up this week. Uh, Let's real quick. One it's going to be game. a test. If the Redskins can beat the Ravens, I'm saying we're winning the division. We should be able to run on them. Their run defense is not good. But our defense but isn't they, If Blacko is on... He's going to be able to throw the ball deep with Bolden out there. He is a big, mean receiver, mm-hmm. and Torrey Smith is a deep threat. They they have weapons, and Ray Rice. I mean, obviously, he could cause some major, major issues. I'm a little worried about that. Yeah, and you remember I said lot. earlier in the show. Right. I think RG three is not going to throw as many passes as last week because I think our strategy needs to be to pound the game and keep their offense off the field as much as possible. And yeah. they are like 27th in the league against the run or something. Yep. So if we, we can run like that. we did last week against the Giants, then yep. we should Suggs win. His arm is hanging off the side of him, man. We should be able to run right through these guys. But we'll see. You never know. I mean, yeah, the Redskins have the best running game in the NFL, averaging 167.2 yards a game. Isn't that amazing. That's what I said earlier. John said that we didn't. All right. So no, no, let me let me I, let me point this out. Since you're talking about that, that the Ravens defense. Ranks 23rd against the run. All right, I said 27th. 23rd. 23rd. And what are they against the pass? For 31. Uh, uh, are 31st. they? 31st, yep. No, we are. We are 31st. About what are they against the pass? That's a good question. They're pretty high up, I think. Uh, I don't have that stat. What are, we, what are we against the run? We're fourth. I'm I think pretty, so. I'm pretty sure we're fourth in defense against the run, which is weird. All I know is Ravens are nine and three, but they lost last week, right? They lost to the um, Steelers with a Steelers, backup quarterback. Right. Yeah, that was a big rival game for them. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it's not going to be an easy task. It's definitely the hardest game that we've had in well. We'll see what they can do. <laughs> if they if they win this game, I'll be so like pumped up and start thinking playoffs even more seriously than I am. If, now. if we win Dude, this but, game, we it 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 will be time to start thinking of playoffs because we we really can't yet. No, or shouldn't have yet. If we get to seven and six, even if we're still trailing the Giants by the game, and even if the damn Cowboys win and they're with us, we have the tiebreaker on them. We. If the Giants lose one more game, we have the tiebreaker on them. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm just a little concerned about our secondary against uh, against I'm a Joe Flacco. Concerned about that. I don't even I know mean, who our secondary is. We got because Cedric Griffin's gone, right? So we basically it's like we got DJ Johnson and, and D'Angelo Hall. <laughs> yeah, and that guy, uh, Richard Crawford. Uh, Dick, Dick Crawford. Richard Crawford. Anyway, Dick we'll Dick see what Crawford. happens, dudes. Let's we'll see what happens. There. I don't know, man. We're I mean. 
who are they who who are their receivers? They have like Anquan Bolden, right? And uh, Anquan Bolden, Tory Smith. Smith. They got Ray Rice in there who can run it and catch Aaron's it. Aaron's like playing the music. This is like when the people keep talking at the Academy Awards. It's exactly what it's like. Aaron's just like starting it up to shut us down. All right, Malls. I'm doing shout outs to Will the Fifth, Nick the Greek, Dale Grumbles, Desmond Lee, David I, Charlie, Kenny Ken, BB74. Welcome back. Chris Henderson, Hog Haven, John Kine, Jeffrey Lee. What? Eric O.C., Ben Walker, Richard Eastwood, Sean Nelson, Kelly Pelletier, Chris J. in the U.K., Andy Smith, Dan Welsh, Matt Morta, Vets, Rainbow Connection, RPG, Time Blog, everyone else we inevitably missed, and all of our new follow- followers on Twitter, at Harry Hogg, that's H-A-R-R-Y Hogg. Check us out on Twitter, and you can check out our website at... HarryHogFootball.com. And don't forget to go online. There's a few of those Keep Calm and Beat Dallas shirts left. You can give them for Christmas. People can wear them for the last game. That's right. yeah. Find them on our, our website. One hey, Aaron, I thought you had Kenny Ken queued up. Kenny Ken was at the break. Oh, right on, right on. You didn't hear him at the break? I could hear him from the bathroom. No, I think I was taking a leak. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. Woo-hoo! And if you see an, any fan in the NFC East... Any of them. Joe. 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 Joe.